0: Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I'm your host Vishnu and these are the major news stories of Tuesday, November 7th, 2023. Israel says it is open to tactical little pauses to let hostages leave and aid get through to Gaza, but rejects calls for ceasefire. Poor air quality? Supreme Court directs Punjab, Haryana, UP and Rajasthan to immediately stop crop residue burning. Questions effectiveness of odd even scheme in Delhi. Naxal encounters IED blast marred first phase of polling in Chhattisgarh. Over 69% register vote in Mizoram. Seizure of journalists' digital devices a serious matter. Better guidelines needed to protect media professionals, Supreme Court tells Sender. Case you protest in Kerala over police lathi charge on its members. Let's get into the details. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said Israel would consider tactical little pauses in fighting in the Gaza Strip to let hostages leave or aid get through, but again rejected calls for a ceasefire despite international pressure, having encircled densely populated Gaza City in the north of the enclave, where the Hamas Islamist group is based. Israel's military said it had taken a militant compound and was set to attack fighters hiding in a warren of underground tunnels. At least 23 Palestinians were killed in two separate Israeli airstrikes early on Tuesday in the southern Gaza cities of Khan Yunus and Rafah. health officials said. Israel has bombarded the enclave since the Hamas raid on southern Israel one month ago when its fighters killed 1,400 people and seized 240 hostages. Gaza health officials say the Israeli assault has killed more than 10,000 Palestinians including some 4,100 children. Both Israel and Hamas have rebuffed mounting calls for a halt in fighting. Israel says hostages should be released first. Hamas says it will not free them nor stop fighting while Gaza is under attack. Netanyahu said a general ceasefire would hamper his country's war effort, but pausing fighting for humanitarian reasons, an idea supported by Israel's top ally, the United States, would continue to be considered based on circumstances. Calling for an urgent ceasefire, UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres warned on Monday that Gaza is becoming a graveyard for children. Amid a spike in pollution levels in Delhi NCR, the Supreme Court on Tuesday detected Punjab, Haryana, Uttar Pradesh and Rajasthan to ensure that crop residue burning was stopped forthwith. A bench of Justices Sanjay Kishan Kishankal and Sudhanshu Dhulia said Delhi can't be made to go through this year after year. There cannot be a political battle every time, the bench told the council representing the Punjab government. The court also directed the Delhi government to ensure that municipal solid waste was not burnt in the open. While hearing a matter pertaining to air pollution in the Delhi NCR, The bench flagged issues like crop residue burning, vehicular pollution, and burning of waste in the open. It has posted the matter for further hearing on Friday. Pollution levels in Delhi were recorded in the very poor category on Tuesday morning after five consecutive days of severe air quality. The concentration of PM2.5, fine particulate matter capable of penetrating deep into the respiratory system and triggering health problems, exceeded the government prescribed safe limit of 60 micrograms per cubic meter by seven to eight times in the capital. It was 30 to 40 times the healthy limit of 15 micrograms per cubic meter set by the World Health Organization. Several cities in neighboring Haryana, Rajasthan, and Uttar Pradesh have also reported hazardous air quality. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court questioned the effectiveness of the Delhi government's odd-even scheme in controlling air pollution while terming it as optics. Under this scheme, vehicles with license plate numbers ending in an even digit are allowed to operate on even dates, while those ending in odd digits can ply on odd dates. The court, noting that the scheme is unscientific, asked the Delhi government to report back on the restrictions to be taken by the state based on colour-coded stickers instead. The orange tag represents diesel vehicles and blue tag is for CNG and petrol vehicles. On the basis of this, it was suggested that vehicles with orange stickers be banned. An IED blast triggered by Nexalites and three different encounters between them and security personnel marked the first phase of polling in Chhattisgarh on Tuesday, officials said. A commando of Cobra, an elite unit of CRPF, was injured in the improvised explosive device blast triggered by Nexalites in Sukma district while his unit was undertaking an area domination operation to ensure security during the polls, they said. An EK-47 rifle was recovered after an encounter between Nexalites and security personnel in Khankar district. Some Nexalites might have been killed or injured in the face-off, they claimed. Voting was held in 20 constituencies on Tuesday in the first phase of the two-phase elections for the 90-member state assembly. Meanwhile, over 69% of 8.57 lakh electors cast their votes in the Mizoram assembly elections, according to officials. Over 8.57 lakh voters, including 4.39 lakh women, were eligible to exercise their franchise to decide the electoral fate of 174 candidates. Mizoram additional Chief Electoral Officer H. Ilianzala said polling was peaceful and there was no law and order issue. The ruling mizo National Front, main opposition Zoram People's Movement and the Congress have fielded candidates in all 40 seats. The BJP is contesting 23 constituencies, while the Ahmadineh Party has nominated candidates in four Assembly segments. Besides, there are 27 independent candidates. A voter turnout of 81.61% was recorded in the previous Assembly elections in 2018. The Supreme Court on Tuesday expressed concerns over the arbitrary seizure of media professionals' digital devices and stressed the need for better guidelines to protect their interests. A bench of Justices Sanjay Kishan Kaul and Sudhanshu Dhulia was hearing a public interest litigation filed by the Foundation for Media Professionals urging the court to establish safeguards against unreasonable interference by law enforcement agencies and create comprehensive guidelines for search and seizure of digital devices. Advocate Siddharth Agarwal, appearing for the petitioner, said there were hundreds of journalists whose digital devices have been taken away en masse. He said issues raised in this petition are very significant because there are no guidelines with reference to when and what may be seized, what can be accessed, what kind of protection is ensured for personal data, health data and financial data. He further said the entire digital footprint is on that one device. Once an investigating agency is involved, it's not like the person can have a backup. Additional solicitor General S.V. Raju, appearing for the centre, told the court that the matter involved several complicated legal issues and requested the bench to adjourn the hearing for now. While hearing the case, Justice Call remarked that it is very difficult to accept some kind of all-within-power that the agencies have. Calling this a very dangerous situation, the bench directed the centre to bring in better guidelines. The petition comes... In the wake of October 3rd raids by the Special Cell of Delhi Police on houses of 46 journalists, editors, writers, and professionals seemingly connected to the online news portal NewsClick. The Kerala Students' Union on Tuesday staged protests in various parts of the state against the police lati charge against some of its members. Some educational institutions declared a holiday due to the strike called by the KSU, the student wing of the Congress. A few KSU activists took out a protest march to the Kerala secretariat in the heart of the state capital and tried to remove the barricades set up there, following which water cannons were used by the police in an attempt to disperse them. Thereafter, the protesters gathered there for some time, raised slogans against the police, and then dispersed. The KSU had on Monday called a statewide strike in educational institutions after some of its members, including a woman, were injured in a Lati charge by the police. The incident occurred when they carried out a protest march to the residence of Kerala higher education minister R. Bindu. The injured woman KSU activist told media that the police allegedly resorted to Lathi charge after the protesters questioned why male officers were pushing around the female KSU workers. KSU had held a protest march to the minister's residence over the Students' Union election results of a government-aided college in Thrissur, where initially its nominee was declared as chairman. Subsequently, on a demand by the Students' Federation of India, the votes were recounted and a nominee of the left wing student organization was declared chairman. The Sri Kerala Verma College in Thrissur had witnessed dramatic scenes on November 1st as the KSU alleged sabotage by the left students organization during the recounting of votes to ensure the victory of its chairman candidate in the election. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Daily News Tours. Hosted and produced by me Vishnu Muraledharan with technical support from iDebru Studios. Follow on for detailed updates on the latest news and be sure to come back tomorrow.